Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. Been an Amazon seller for a decade. Actually, we're recording this eight days before the new year. So I'm about to hit my 11th year. And you know what? Two years in, I felt like I knew it all. I felt like it was like, I figured out this like selling business. And I wish I didn't feel like that then because I keep learning new things. And really like this podcast has pushed that forward. And so if you're listening, you probably just want to learn something new about the Amazon ecosystem. And I love the solution that I've brought in today. I have with me someone who's worked with Jungle Scout for half a dozen years and has gone off to build her own version of Jungle Scout, but facing a new audience. Liz, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So did I get your background wrong? <laughs> No, you got it. And actually, when you started giving your stats about like when you launched as a seller, so yours was 11 years coming up. And actually, mine was eight years this January is from when I started as a seller in my like, yeah. In my business, my software business, we found that January is really like an uptick in the business that like we don't understand, you know? And that's just because like the new year, people like they want to start a new beginning. And so a lot of new sellers start in January. So we got two right here. But like you worked with Jungle Scout for many years. What led you to wanting to build? We're going to talk about a little bit about her applications called Fluencer Fruit. And instead of being targeted just to sellers, it's actually targeting affiliates or influencers, people that want to find Amazon products that they can promote and make money on. What led you to build this? Yeah. So I joke that I'm an Amazon nerd. So I love all of the ways that you can make money on Amazon, right? I was a private label seller. I've done affiliate. I've done merch, KDP, retail arbitrage, all the things. <laughs> and so when a friend came to me and they were like, have you heard about this program called Amazon Influencer? I was like, no, but tell me more. So two years ago, I applied and got into the Amazon Influencer program. And coming from the Amazon space, I stepped into it and it was immediately obvious there were no tools, which is crazy, right? Like what part of Amazon do we know that has no tools? Nobody was talking about it. And it just kind of like I, over time, like I think it was six months in and I was like, oh, we need an extension. Like I'm doing all this product research just like a seller would for which product opportunity is the best. As an Amazon influencer, I was looking for which product listings were set up the best for me to create content for. So that led me to the extension. And I initially thought this is going to be a really fun side hustle. Like You guys do have a Chrome extension? Nope. Nope. The Chrome extension helps very similar to Jungle Scout where sellers are doing their research. Same thing, but influencers doing the same type of research. And it's just like influencers, they look at a few different data points. That's almost it. You know, it's like a lot of the data is very similar. The views are similar. It's just like, oh, we care about these four data points, not these others. So that was wild to me. I thought it was going to be a side hustle. And then it very quickly became obvious that I was like onboarding people at seven o'clock in the morning and 1030 at night. And I was like, oh, I think I have to go do this. So I did. Oh, so you built this on the side? Yep. Cool. That sounds, that's exciting. It's, it's kind of a dream that a lot of people want to do. But what are some insights that you have found so far? Like, is this a year ago, two years ago? What are some insights that you found so far that like, you're like, I did not expect like the community to be like this? That's, that's so funny. So I started building the tool, I guess it would have been like 
a year ago fall. So like it was in the works from May of 22, probably hired the dev team in like November, December, and then like have quickly launched and built. I think one of the things that was, I'm going to say this and I'm going to back up and say, I probably shouldn't have been surprised by this, but is just how much marketing effort takes to build something. So like the technical piece I don't do, I have great developers who work with me on the roadmap and everything else. But the hardest part about launching is the marketing piece of it, right? Is making sure that you're in front of as many people all the time everywhere. Yeah, I know. I've spent four years worrying about that problem. Yeah. (laughs) Even before I had a product, I was like, I think there's something that I want to do. And now what's this influencer world like? These aren't just like, you know, the pretty and beautiful, just like trying to get a million clicks on an Instagram post. So I did bring on one person that was kind of an influencer just because like the program was so new, I just had to do it. You've built some tech on top of it. And that's why I'm like, oh, there's even more. But I'm guessing the average person is really actually just like the average influencer. Amazon is actually just like the average person. Yeah, I kind of joke like the program is named Amazon Influencer, but it is more closely related to UGC, user generated content. So it is a little bit of a misnomer, but the program started in 2017 as just a storefront for a place for affiliates in the you know Amazon Associates program to drive traffic to that was FTC compliance. And they later added this on-site component to it. And so it's kind of been grandfathered in with this Amazon influencer name, but it's, it's just a little, it's like almost, right? There are influencers in the program, but it leads to a little bit of confusion too, because everybody wants to think, oh, are they driving traffic? And really that's the associate side of the program. The influencer side of the program is that on-site UGC that's helping convert the traffic that the sellers are already paying to drive. Yeah, it's a conversion lift, not a uh, traffic lift. Exactly. Can it be a traffic lift? Is Do these videos get on Amazon's little Inspire, their new little video tool? Yes. So there's the Inspire feed, the Discover feed, which if you haven't seen that one, it's specifically like clothes and shoes. So it's in that health and beauty. You can find it through your app, but it's like a roundabout way, but they use it to populate on-site content on clothing and shoes um, product listings. So it can be those. And the other thing is, is what we've seen is it does also kick that Amazon flywheel, right? So like as you bump your conversion rate up, and you get more sales, then Amazon's organic keyword ranking stuff tends to trend up, which brings you more traffic. So while it's not a direct traffic driver, these are the ways that it kind of like can indirectly increase your traffic. If you're hearing this, I generally love all types of marketing and business building that lends itself to long-term benefit, you know, not just like paying for a click. And it's harder to do that type of stuff, but I think like what you said, like, you know, you're building some of that catalog and some of that discovery that can happen. And Amazon's going to like, they're going to move heaven and earth to like push away the uh, competition when it comes from like this. I mean, like there's TikTok shops out there right now that I'm actually kind of bullish on in a different way. But so like Amazon's like worried and they will keep innovating here on what it means for video to be part of the shopping experience. How does a seller get these videos. Yeah. So this was one of the things that really like, as I 
started the software, it was like, oh, wait a minute. There's so much upside for the sellers to be able to proactively work with influencers or content creators who are in the influencer program. Um, and so there's a couple ways. One, you can make sure that your product listing is optimized to organically attract influencers. So the specific things that influencers are looking for, sales, obviously, but even more than that sometimes is if you're brand registered, making sure you have that product video that creates the upper carousel, that upper video carousel. It's like the number one thing that people look for. Do you have to have a video to have that? Yep. At the moment. Man, I remember like six years ago, seven years ago, to get a video on your product, it was archaic. I think we were told that we could post two videos a month. And we had like an account manager. We were in their, like their program and man, it was so dumb. And now I think generally, you know, if you have brand registry, you can just upload a video. Yeah. So this is, it's an interesting thing that Amazon allows as part of your brand registry that they really don't talk a ton about. So we do know, like, I mean, the back end of Seller Central, they'll tell you, right, that like adding video to your sales page can increase your sales by up to 9.7%. That's like, I have a direct. I've even heard more so where the bigger number is, if a customer actually watches the video, like the lift on them, it's kind of like your a specific customer segment is just like way more likely to convert if you have a video. It's not going to be for everyone because I bought, you know, 50 products this last year, probably watched two videos, but I bought those products. The other thing that it helps with is and this is, I, I have next to me like some stats that I've pulled out that Amazon publishes in the back end of Seller Central. But one of the other things they say is that it can reduce returns by more than 40% which is crazy. So like I pair that, so Amazon isn't giving us, I know we're all surprised, but like all of the connecting pieces. So we're just kind of like pulling information from the sellers we're working with, from the influencers we're working with. But like when you consider statistically that consumers prefer video to text and that UGC converts better than brand videos, if Amazon is giving us this information about what your brand video can do, I know that the UGC is doing even better things for the product listings, right? Yeah. Do you get a sense on how many views some of those videos can get? Like, let's do the influencers get told that? Yeah, we actually get a rolling 30 day count for our views. Although Amazon recently rolled out a new area where we can see the last 12 months. So we can't see lifetime. So like some of my videos have been up for a year and a half or more now coming up on two years. So I can't see their lifetime views, but I can see a rolling 30 days in the last 12 months if I switch to a different screen. Okay, cool. You got to get brand registry. Anything else that like sellers can do or are those the main things? Those are the main things. Like make sure you've got that product video. That's the main thing that people are looking for. But so sellers have come to you asking like, okay, well, like that's great. I still don't have videos. I want videos. Yeah. And this is really interesting because we've been able to do some like case study work with a couple sellers to really kind of try and connect those dots and measure it. But when sellers come, we spend time talking about exactly what you and I have talked about, which is that it's, it's the conversion lift that we're on site helping you convert more traffic. But we've done a couple case studies that are pretty interesting. One with like a stationary company and we dropped like six influencers, which fills out that upper carousel, right? Onto their product listing. 
And they did 45% increase in sales month over month. They didn't change any PPC. They didn't change anything else they were doing. The only thing that we did was add influencer content and they didn't have any prior to that. So that's pretty interesting. They were at 3X then that next month, year over year from the prior year. And again, with just basically doing all the same things that they'd been doing except for the influencers, which was wild. Yeah, no, that's real. And so that's kind of why like, you know, we're talking, I'm like, well, I talked to the seller. I'm not the influencer whisperer. One day, maybe my next career, funny, this is just a aside, like I've got some people that want to start another business and I'm like, oh, I don't need another business. But <laughs> yeah, what it does interest me is I'd create like tools or solutions around TikTok. It's because it's really changed the way that everyone sees what video and social media can do. And Amazon is, they're paying attention. <laughs> they're not going to, that's probably what led them to do those deals with Instagram and uh, Snapchat. Like make sure they don't get left behind. It was a brilliant move on like how to, because like Inspire, I think was there, it launched, you know, a year ago, basically. And it's interesting. Like I'll tell you from the influencer side, my content that shows up on Inspire, you can tell because it will spike your views, right? So you get like a ton more views on a product that like maybe sometimes does okay, but not like amazing. But it doesn't, con that traffic doesn't convert super well, right? No, because people are just scrolling. So Amazon's move to partner with Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, like I do think is probably a partnership that helps them stay up with shoppable feeds like TikTok, right? Like people are buying all the time on TikTok right now. Do you know anything more about like Amazon Inspire? Has, is it growing? Is it getting better? Is it, I thought they did a decent job. Does live streaming get posted there? It's just, it feels like it's just like the Amazon posts that they built a few years ago. And then they just kind of added video in a scrolling fashion. Yeah, I think it's an interesting idea. I think the piece that they're missing, and I don't know if or how they clear this hurdle, but like when I scroll TikTok, right, and I'm looking, like there are more creative freedoms that people on TikTok have between like music, you know, and that kind of stuff that makes it like fast and fun. And like people are like, oh, yeah, I want that jumper or whatever it is that the influencer is talking about. And I think Amazon will have to like, loosen some of their rules in order to truly compete. But the other thing is, is they're building a shopping stream that has social content in it, as opposed to these others are like social platforms that have now added shopping. I think it's a hard transition. They're coming from different directions. One pure entertainment yeah. first, like that's why you opened it up. Well, what would an Amazon seller, if they're jumping onto Fluencer Fruit, like what would they think? Let's say that we ne they never had this conversation. They're like, oh, this fluencer for, I'm just going to jump on. What would they think? So for the extension, they would probably be like, why do people care about this piece of it since it's aimed at the influencers? <laughs> um, if they came to us in like the agency piece and were like, what are we doing? They would probably initially like kind of work through the same process that we have. And I will walk people through like a lot of the conversations I'm having is like how you can go do this, right? Like there are ways to reach out to the influencers. You can find them in a number of different places. I'm happy to talk more about that. But what they find when they come to us is like that done for you. So you don't have to think about one more thing that Amazon has launched. That's a way for you to help optimize your listing. And so those are the main things that people find. Okay. 
Cool. Now, this is a good subject to wrap up with, but this program is newish and Amazon can make a variety of changes. They likely will. Like just how sellers experience changes. They're going to make updates. Have you seen any things or like, you know, the people that are in it for a while can kind of get in a sense of where things are going. So it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm in a lot of groups that are specifically for Amazon influencers. And a lot of people have come into the program, not from the Amazon side of things. And so I would define the Amazon influencer like age of the program in a similar way that if you think about like between the years of like 2014 and 16 on Amazon selling side, right? So they've been making money like hand over fist. They're not driving traffic. They've got all this placement and they're just like, and Amazon is making those infrastructure changes over the last like six months that are starting to make the program scalable for the long term, but it has had, I wouldn't say a negative impact, but it has impacted some of the OG Amazon influencers and their like commissions. But I see a couple exciting things in the influencer program that show me that Amazon is truly like invested in it for the long term. One was Inspire. I mean, that was like a clear influencer play. But the other thing is, is they're doing a lot of testing with the lower carousel right now and creating, giving influencers a lot more reporting as well as creating some new back end management stuff for us. So I think those are all headed in the right direction. But from the seller side of things, probably the most exciting thing that they're doing with the influencer program right now is rolling it out internationally. Yeah, that's kind of solidifies it. It's only been in the US and now it's going to hit the others. Yeah, that's pretty natural. There are 16 marketplaces, 16 of the Amazon marketplaces that have the influencer program. And until probably like two months ago, only the US had shoppable videos. And two months ago, they rolled out shoppable videos to every other international marketplace. And in Canada, they've started rolling out on-site placement. So I'm sure it will mirror the seller world where it, like they roll things out kind of like one at a time and then like, you know, big chunks, but after they've got success in one area. So that for me, like is kind of the nail in the coffin of like, this is here to stay because they're building out a lot of the same resources internationally as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming and chatting. And actually, I think it's just cool that you built what you did. Seems like a, a natural, like you said, you're like, no one's done anything here yet. I know. So wild. <laughs> well, you worked at Jungle Scout for six years, so not everyone thinks like you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a tool for everything. <laughs> it's obvious from your perspective, but from others, they're just looking for a side hustle. Yep. Well, thank you for coming on. And people want to ask you questions, I just imagine, uh, through the website or... Yeah, or just honestly, like, hello at fluencerfruit.com. Or if you hit the site and, you know, have more questions, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to chat. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you, Liz. Thanks, Scott. All right. With that, we'll wrap up. That's the pod. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. One, two, three. Yeah!